Welcome to the Rural Revival Podcast. I'm your host, Dana Larson. This week, we're in Bedford, Iowa with Sandy Schubert of Hedgie's Books, Toys, and More. Sandy and her husband moved to Bedford a little over four years ago. And from moving to a new town and knowing no one, to now having a business dream come to life and an amazing community surrounding her, you'll love hearing Sandy's story and how this move was so right for them in so many ways. So here we go with Sandy Schubert. All right, well, we are here today with Sandy Schubert of Hedgie's Books, Toys, and More in Bedford, Iowa. Sandy, thanks so much for being on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Dana. Well, tell us a little bit about you. Have you always lived in Bedford? No, I actually grew up in a small town in northwest Iowa called Washta, and its claim to fame is it's the coldest spot in Iowa. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I know. So, yeah. So I graduated from Willow, which um, is not even in existence anymore. Um, I went to college at Dort in Sioux Center, Iowa, my first two years. And then I transferred to the University of Northern Iowa for my last two years. And I graduated with an early childhood degree. So I spent a few years in the Cedar Rapids area and left there to take a position as a director of a child care center in Stratford, Iowa. And lo and behold, that's where I met my husband. He was raising three daughters all on his own. So um, it became an interesting life <laughs> right away. Wow, yeah. <laughs> um, but we started to kind of share a same dream. We had a dream of owning a resort on a lake. And so I definitely knew I did not want to go north because <laughs> I don't really care for the cold that much. So we started looking south. Um, we looked a little bit at Lake of the Ozarks, but it was really way too commercialized for my life. Um, so we ended up buying a resort on Bull Shoals Lake, which is kind of right on the border of Missouri and Arkansas. And it's very remote, um, but if you can ever travel to Bull Shoals Lake, I would highly recommend it. It's a beautiful lake. It's crystal clear waters. And you can boat all day and not see another boat. It's amazing. <laughs> so we owned the resort for um, almost 15 years. And um, we put it up for sale. And we thought, well, we better have a plan in case we sell it. So my husband had decided he really wanted to come back to Iowa. And I really wasn't so keen on coming back to the cold because it's really beautiful winters in southern Missouri. Uh -huh. So we um, started looking for property in Iowa, and we knew we kind of wanted to be in the western third of the state. We wanted to be close enough to our parents that we could go home when we needed to because um, we both have both sets alive, and so that's pretty amazing. It's so one day I was just Googling um, acreages with water and I came up on a place in Bedford. Well, neither of us had ever heard of Bedford. I didn't even know where it was in the state. So, um, of course, I get out my road atlas because I'm old <laughs> and look where Bedford was. I'm like, oh, well, it's in the western third of the state, and it's barely into Iowa, but it is. Uh -huh. <laughs> and so um, 
we said, well, let's go take a look. So we were on my way up to my parents in Washita, and um, so we had a drive through Bedford and um, met the realtor and looked at the property and absolutely loved it. And then we drove through Bedford and just, I just had goosebumps on my arms. Like I just knew it was home. Wow. So we've lived here about four and a half years. So, um, yep, we bought that, our dream property. It has a beautiful pond on it. So we feel like we brought a little bit of Bolshals Lake with us. It's crystal clear water and it's wow. stocked with fish and we're building our house and I mean, it's totally, I totally am living the dream. <laughs> well, yeah, that sounds pretty great. <laughs> so you ended up in Bedford. Tell us a little bit about what led you to then opening the bookstore here. So when we lived in um, southern Missouri, I had the opportunity to work in a school system there. And it was wonderful because I could teach during the school year and be home at the resort in the summertime when we were the busiest. So this school system had gotten a grant to um, open up their own preschool. So it literally was, I mean, you're best dream come true. You get to order all the materials to set up your classroom. I got to figure out, you know, every manipulative, every outdoor equipment that I wanted. I mean, it was just amazing. So a few of our teachers and I would go to the early childhood conference and we would always talk about, you know, obviously how to be better teachers and all of that. But I said, wouldn't it be so fun someday to like own your own bookstore and have toys that were good for kids? You could literally sit around and read all day. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, (laughs) that isn't quite the way it is. But um, it just kind of started me thinking about that dream. And so I would spend evenings writing down in my journal and brainstorming what I would carry and what the name would be and what it would look like and how it would feel. And um, so that's kind of like how Hedgies started in the beginning. I mean, it's probably 15, 20 years ago I kind of had that dream. And then when we moved to Bedford, um, I taught at the Head Start in Clarinda, Um, for a few months and then I was on summer break and I just kind of said I'm really gonna do this store (laughs) and my husband was like oh okay (laughs) (laughs) and so that's kind of how I started but it's it goes along with everything I know you know the early childhood part toys that are good for kids books that are great reading so it it fit in with what I know because I'm not a very good salesman. So if I believe in the product, it's much easier to sell. Absolutely. Well, what was that process like once you finally decided, I'm going for it? <laughs> well, after my husband had the heart attack, <laughs> no, um, he was very supportive, but <laughs> he's not a big reader. So it really was hard for him to understand why people would want to read a book or um but he knew my passion so I literally just started looking for a building in Bedford um and so 
when we moved to Bedford, we literally knew no one. But when you start to say you want to open a store, like everyone is like, oh, you need to have this or you need to have this. (laughs) But that was a great part of it, too. So um, I found a building and it's a very unique building. It was originally the state savings bank here in town. And so um, it looks kind of stately from the outside, which doesn't really fit my personality at all. (laughs) But I've just tried to warm it up a bit. And so I told Zeb, who owns the building, I said, "Um, I think I would like to rent that. And he said, would you like to sign a year contract? And I'm like, what if I go out of business in like 30 days? (laughs) And he's like, you'll be fine. Um, So But my biggest challenge, I think, was trying to find the products that I really wanted to carry. So my advice to anybody would be to go to market. Like I was so clueless. I think when I first started a retail store, I didn't really know. I I found a great sales rep, and she really walked me through a lot of things. But when things came in, when I first started to, you know, set up my store – I didn't even know what, like, the MSRP stood for, that it was the manufacturer-suggested retail price, because I would call her, and I'm going, how do I know what to price these things? And I'm sure she was probably glad that she didn't live closer to Bedford, but um, <laughs> it was really fun, because I really had no idea what I was doing, <laughs> but you learn as you go. Yeah, You know, those are the things you just... You just learn. So um, I was able to get my store set up. I had my sister who lives out in Colorado. She came for the opening. And um, I just remember thinking, what if no one shows up? And so our ribbon cutting was like at 1 o'clock on a Tuesday. And literally like one person had come in before. And then at like one o'clock, like all these people started coming in. It was amazing. Wow. And just all afternoon, people were in and out and in and out. And I remember this one lady who now she helps me out when I need to be gone. I remember her coming in and just looking around and saying, this is such a cute store. And I had never met her before, and I just ran up to her and hugged her. <laughs> oh, I love that. I'm just like, if that didn't set the tone. That's great. And I love your logo. You have the cutest brand. So how did you come up with the name and that whole branding idea? So I love Jan Brett as a children's author. And... In her stories, she always gives a clue about what's happening next in the next picture, what animal is coming next. And from reading all her stories at preschool and child care centers, I just really grew to love her books. And so she always has a hedgehog in her books. And I just love that little fella. (laughs) And so I said, that's going to be the name of it. And so I contacted a local graphic designer who helped design the logo and I mean I just I just think it's perfect it's simple but cute and I love it 
And I would also say that one of the things that helped me so much before setting up my store was a friend that I had worked with at Head Start took the day and drove me around to other stores that were unique and weren't just commercialized shelving, you know, that it was more of an experience. And it really gave me good ideas of what I wanted my store to be like. So that was one of probably the most helpful things that could have happened. So since you've opened, what has surprised you most? Oh my gosh, the people and the overwhelming support of me and the store. I, I mean, I, I kind of came to Bedford. I feel like when Bedford was going down a little bit, but I didn't know those things. And so as an outsider, you know, you don't know the background of the town or the background of anything. And yeah. so you just have this dream and you're going to do it no matter what, right? And you see the opportunity. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, um, you know, it's it's a day and age where people drive a long ways to go shopping, you know? And so I get tons of people from Bedford. I mean, just really overwhelming support. But I also get people from the surrounding towns. And I get people that came off the interstate because of the flood. And they just happened to go through Bedford and stopped at Hetchies. And I mean, it's those things that I love because you never know who's going to walk through your door on any given day. Yeah. Well, help paint a picture for our listeners of what Hedgies has to offer and the whole experience when you come here. I feel like it's a little bit like the shop around the corner from You've Got Mail, if anyone yeah. can, you know, identify with that. But I it really know. has that vibe. It's adorable. I hope I'm like her. <laughs> <laughs> I just want it to be a place where people can come. Like I have this little sitting area that the kids can play in while the moms or dads shop. And um, I'm, I don't know, I'm just really welcoming. I want it to be a place that if I was shopping that I would want to go back to. So to create that um, experience here. Um, so I, I think I have some great books for kids. I feel like I've spent almost 30 years trying to inspire kids to make a difference. And I think that I read those books <laughs> and they inspire me to make a difference. As I said, the building was an old bank, so I have a vault. And so some people in town suggested that I carry Iowa wines, which I knew nothing about. Um, but I said, sure, I'll carry those. <laughs> and so I put them in the vault and I just have this kind of vintage sign above it that just says keeping Iowa wine safe. And so it's just a great place to be, you know, just I often put a sign out front that just says browsing accepted. You know, I just want people to come in. They don't have to buy anything. I mean, it's nice when they do. Yeah, right. <laughs> But it's really just about being here and having a place for people to come to, too. Yeah. Well, you've been able to host some amazing events that have had a great impact. Tell us about some of those. Oh, gosh, my first one. My first one I was so, so nervous about. <laughs> um, I had read about a, a gentleman 
and his name is Marcus Sakura, and he wrote a book with his mom called Black Day. And what's unique about Marcus is he has Down syndrome. And I thought, this is definitely what I want to promote. I, all those years of teaching again, you yep. know, trying to inspire kids. And I just want to continue to do that to say, you know, you can do anything you want to. You can be whoever you want. It's okay. And so um, I asked the people on the corner building, because I don't have a lot of space in my building, um, if I could borrow the building for the day. And that's the great thing about a small town, right? Yep. yep. You can have it whenever you want. Here's the key. <laughs> and so... Um, I called my sister and I said, Julie, do you think I can do this? Do you think I can host a book signing? And she's like, well, of course you can. And I said, okay, well, I don't really know how to do a book signing. So I just did some research trying to, you know, know how to do it. And um, so I contacted Marcus and his mom and um, they came here. And they showed a little video of the book, and he signed the books. And, I mean, we had some crafts for the kids. And, I mean, it was really amazing. And, again, I was standing there going, what if no one shows up? And Bedford showed up. Wow. So a few others that I've done. I've done a book signing for a local author. He's written four murder mysteries, and the setting of those books is in southwest Iowa. So you really get the feeling of, you know, Taylor County, and he mentions Clorinda and um, a few towns in Missouri. So, and again, lots of people um, just supporting that. Um, I recently participated in the Independent Bookstore Day, which is the last Saturday of April. And so um, I had Pete the Cat come. And if you don't know who Pete the Cat is, you really should. Yes. (laughs) But we read a story, and the dance studio allowed me to use their building again. Here's the key. Just do what you need to do. Um, I'll have my grandpa come and clean up. <laughs> really <laughs> amazing. And so we read a story, and Pete the Cat was there, and they had pictures with the kids, and the kids were able to do a snack, and they created a craft. And, you know, it was just a fun event. Like, this is when you know you have good friends, you know, who – put on Hedgie's costumes and <laughs> put on Pete the Cat costumes and spend yeah. the day. <laughs> it's it's great. So, But those have been super, super fun, and we've been able to get, you know, people from other towns that haven't heard of Hedgie's. So it's good exposure. Yeah. Well, I know part of the reason that you opened Hedgie's was to give back to your community. So tell us a little bit about what you love about this town And I almost feel like you've gained friendships and a new community of friends because you opened this store. Yes, for sure. When I first opened Hedgies and, you know, people would come in and they had no idea who I was because I hadn't lived here that long or been present in the community. Um, You know, the first question they always ask is, well, where do you live? (laughs) (laughs) So then to kind of explain that. But I love everything about this town. I love our brick streets. 
I love the unique architecture on our buildings. I love the size of our town, that you can get almost everything you want here in town. I love that we're far away from big cities. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I love that we're a ways away from a Walmart. I mean, I, I love everything about Bedford. But mostly I would have to say I love the people. They have totally accepted me. And, you know, you don't always find that in a small town. Um, yeah. But it just, it's just home. And I, I think it's really important to give back to that community, um, especially the community that you live in and own a business in. Um, so I try to be involved in, you know, as many things as I can um, and still save my marriage. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I just, you know, I think it's really important to appreciate the people who support you. And so giving back to the community is just part of that. So one of the things I love about Bedford is our school system. Um, we have a great school system. In fact, the day before I opened, one of the teachers popped her head in and said, hey, we were just talking about you in class today. And I'm like, oh, I wonder if that's a good thing or a bad thing. But she said, we were just talking about the impact of new businesses in our community and the tax base and all that. So just... They're just a great support system for me, too. And I really wanted to have that connection being a former teacher. Like, I wanted to help them teach their kids. You know, I wanted to provide things that would help them be better teachers or to help their students be better students. Um, so one of the things we participated in um, with the IEDA was we did a downtown exchange, and we did that with Malvern. And so the people of Malvern came to Bedford, and a group of Bedford people went to Malvern. And so you basically walk around the towns, and you kind of give feedback. The thing I loved most was the Malvern people said Bedford is really Iowa nice. So I just love that being in an atmosphere such as that where, you know, we didn't really know when they were coming and we were nice anyway, uh-huh. <laughs> you know. So I just feel like it's a really friendly, friendly place to live. And I love that. Well, tell us about the rural revival happening here. Was this kind of already going on when you moved here, or have you really seen that spring up since you've been here? I feel like it's kind of sprung up in the last couple of years. Um, We've just had an enormous amount of young people moving back to the community. Love Um, that. I know. It's the future of our town, right? Yep. Um, Again, our our school is growing. we have wonderful preschool programs here that are offered to the kids. We have young people buying businesses. We have young people starting up new businesses. Um, if you look down our main street, I mean, it's not full, but there are people working hard to complete projects. We have people rehabbing old buildings. Our historic Garland Hotel just received a Catalyst grant. Um, so they'll be working on that. Our child care center here in town is applying for the CDBG grant um, to build a new million-dollar center here wow. in town. 
Um, they really need a new facility and they need to expand due to all those families moving home. So it's just, it's just a great time to be in Bedford right now. There's just um, a lot of things. And I know the trend is to find the place to live and then you find a job. And I feel like we've done that. You know, we chose Bedford because it's a great place to live. And then we figured out what we were going to do afterwards. <laughs> and I think a lot of people are doing that. You know, some people are moving home just because they want to raise their kids in the same town and the atmosphere that they grew up in. And I think that's wonderful. But along with that comes, you know, providing stores that they can shop in and events that they want to take their children to. So there's a lot of people in our community working very hard, and that's very exciting. And it shows. Oh, thanks, It really does. Deanna. It's beautiful here. Thanks. Yeah. We um, are part of the community visioning program, and so that's been really eye-opening to listen to focus groups, um, you know, tell us what they want in town. I, as a newcomer to Bedford, um, noticed we don't have a lot of signage. Like I did not know where the football field was or if I didn't drive by the baseball fields to go to my house, I wouldn't have been able to find them. <laughs> but, you know, people who grew up here and have lived here all their life, they know where all those things are. Yep. So, um, you know, listening to what people want is really important and then putting the people together to make those happen. It's fun. Yeah. So one of the things I think if you came back in six months, you would really see the difference in our town. Um, we've always had those anchor businesses down here, the hardware store, the drug store that kept people in town. But just to add, some of those specialty shops has really helped people say that we did all of our Christmas shopping in Bedford this year. And, you know, that's pretty amazing when you think about that. So just to have that variety in town I think is very helpful. So a couple of events that we do in town to help bring people to town and keep people here. Um, we do our Bedford Fest, which is coming up June 29th, and we have a vendor fair. So we'll block off the streets and we'll do the vendors back-to-back -back on Main Street and Court Street so they can um, see the wonderful shopping opportunities that are here as well. And then in the courtyard, we have inflatables and a dunk tank and food trucks and carnival games and a farmer's market. So this is our fourth year to do that. And I feel like each year has just gotten better and better. Last year, I just heard comments from our um, promotions group that just said it was just fun to hear the dads say, wow, this is, this is really fun. <laughs> and just to spend a day hanging out in town is just really fun. Um, the other event that I think we do that is really special is we do kind of a farm-to-table um, dinner. And we do it out at the museum at the Round Barn, which is an amazing venue. It's so unique um, to begin with. And then we just line tables up down the middle and around um, the one side of it. And so when people sign up, they are to bring either a salad, a vegetable, or a dessert. And then 
we furnish the meat and the rolls. And um, it was just, I don't know, it just makes the hair on my arms stand up. It's, we had um, Bonnie and Theo Ramsey sing during our dinner. And so, you know, we started off with a prayer and we all held hands. And just to think of all these people holding hands around this round barn, it's just amazing. And um, so then their last song of the night was um, God Bless the USA. And I mean, everyone just stood up and sang it. And I had tears rolling down my face. And it's just a wonderful event that allows us to come together. And, you know, it's always good when you can eat. (laughs) (laughs) So we just um, enjoy that time together. And then um, we just, you know, have some things out on the lawn if you want to just hang out and visit with one another and, and talk. And so I think that's really important in town. Yeah, there's nothing like food to bring community together. <laughs> I know, for sure. If you could see me. <laughs> well, you mentioned earlier, too, that uh, one of the reasons behind starting Hedgies was because you wanted to give back to your community. Why is it important that we give back to our small towns? And how have you seen that benefit Bedford? Wow, I think the biggest thing is is to turn that around. What happens if we don't give back to our small towns? I mean, there are lots of things that need done, you know, and there's no way that people get paid to do their jobs, have enough time to do all the things that need done in Uh a small town. You know, you just, you really have to care, you know, whether it's walking along and picking up trash alongside of the road or um, we had a great group of volunteers last year that um, repainted some of the old street signs in town and they just look amazing and we have a group of people who takes care of the memory garden and I mean you just you you don't get to be critical if you're not the one out there working And I think that you have to take a positive pledge. You have to take a positive pledge to say, you know, I'm going to promote our town every single day. I'm going to work hard to make it better every single day. And what that looks like is different for everybody. You know, there's lots of groups to be involved with if you want to be involved in a group. And if you don't want to, you can walk along and, again, pick up trash. You can weed the garden. You can, you know, do a million things. But we all have to give in order for our town to succeed. And we all have to promote it every day. That was one of the biggest things I learned I think at the community visioning kickoff, they said, no one else is going to promote your town for you. You have to shout it out every day how wonderful your town is and how much you love it. And it just, that really sunk into me, you know. There are always things wrong. There are things that need improved on in every single town, in every single city. But you need to love the town you live in and you have to find a way to help your town succeed. And I think that's probably the most important thing. And everybody can play a role in that. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Well, what advice would you have for someone considering doing something similar to what you've done, whether it be moving to a new town uh, and kind of starting over, if you want to put it that way, or maybe considering opening a shop because it's been a dream for a long time? You know, I used to think I was pretty conservative, and now I kind of look back on my life as I've gotten older, and I'm like, I would just tell people to go for it. Yes. (laughs) I mean, if you have a dream, even if I failed at this, if this didn't make it more than 30 days, I still succeeded because I did something that a lot of other people don't ever try to do. And I just think that's what you got to do. I think it's important to talk with other shop owners and visit with other people in your community because you need to find your niche, I think, if you're doing a specialty shop. You need to um, work together with all the other shop owners. And it's not a competition. It really is a collaboration of everyone working together together. I feel like we have that here, and that's pretty amazing, Um, you know, to send people who might not want to come into a store that sells books and toys and Iowa wines, (laughs) but, you know, the other shop owners are really good about just saying, oh, you have to go into Hedgies. It's, you know, it's a cute store, and they've got a vault, and it's just important to kind of share that love. Um, I really wish I had read this book before I opened, but um, Business Boutique by Christy Wright is just an amazing book. Um, And the biggest thing that I took from that book was never forget your why. Never forget why you wanted to do this in the first place. You know, that you did want to make a difference, that you... Um, you know, whatever. Her mom in the book, she wanted to bake cakes and she opened a bakery and, you know, she ran into customers that maybe weren't excited or thrilled or happy or whatever. But those days are few and far between. And just to remember the why of it is so important. I also want to talk about another book that I read right before I opened. I ordered from this company called Compendium, and they have very inspirational books. And I had never read them before. So I'm literally sitting in the middle of my floor (laughs) trying to figure out how I'm going to set up my store. (laughs) And I'm like, I have got to read this book. And so it's a children's book, and it's called What Do You Do With an Idea? And so in this book, this little boy has an idea, and the character in the book um, is illustrated with a white egg with a crown on his head, kind of like a Humpty Dumpty. And so this boy has an idea, and as the boy grows, the idea grows. But throughout the book, you know, people make fun of his idea, and he wants the idea to go away, but it never does, and it just continues to get bigger and bigger and bigger and he grows up and he says I I finally know what you do with an idea you change the world and I was literally bawling in the middle of my floor going I have so much work to do but I love this story so much it's just I just think we can all learn from that you know it's 
We need to have inspirational people, especially in rural towns. So I guess that would be my advice to you if you're looking to open a shop or any business, um, anything really in your small town. People and towns need inspirational leaders. They need people to go out on the edge and say, I'm opening a store no matter what, whether it sinks or whether it floats. (laughs) So just go out there and be that person. So after I had been open a while, I would have people come in and say to me, "Um, if you would have asked me, you know, six months ago, if a store that carried books and toys would have made it in Bedford, Iowa, we would have said, there's no way you could survive in this small town. But it takes us all, you know, it it takes every single one of us. Every store is important. Every business is important. Every service-related business. I mean, it's all important to make our town a community. Yeah, and while they maybe thought you weren't going to make it, they still showed up. They still supported you, which I think is important, too. (laughs) I know. It is so important. I I'm still overwhelmed to this day, really, when I when I see people come in. And it, it's just so fulfilling to see the kids, you know, that had come in three and a half years ago when I opened and now to see them. And they're just so comfortable in this situation, you know, or this, this atmosphere. They're touching everything and pulling out books. And it's just, I want it to feel like they're home. And hopefully it does. But... It's fun to be involved with them and see them grow and, you know, hear about their experiences playing ball or that they went to preschool for the first day or they went to kindergarten. And I always tell moms just to come into my little area after they drop off their kids at kindergarten and we can all cry together. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a great place to be. I love it. Well, what's next for Hedgies? Oh, you know, I I always have dreams, of course, right? Yes. yes. <laughs> um, so I would love to expand a little bit, um, but I'm just waiting for the right building to open up. Um, it would just allow me to do a few different things. I could have events in my building as opposed to somewhere else. I could um, do a few more different displays, like, I want to have a bathtub and put all my bathtub toys in it. And, you know, it would just allow me more space to, you know, kind of spread my wings. But until that opens up, and even if it doesn't ever open up, I'm fine here. I love my little little store right here. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I'm, I feel like I want to do more events with kids like more learning events maybe that tie in more to my education I feel like I look back at my journal and my brainstorming and say oh that was a really good idea why haven't I done it yet (laughs) (laughs) um but you know I would love to do um some science related things and some literature related things so I'll just keep working on those and and seeing how it how it goes Yeah. Well, I love that you have your journal to kind of go back to and see these ideas. And yeah, I should have looked at it earlier. (laughs) (laughs) 
I mean, I feel like I had really good thoughts. And then you get busy running your store and you forget about all those things. Um, Sometimes you forget about the why, why you really wanted to do it, that you could do events and be more involved in the kids' education. So, yeah, that's important. Well, how do we follow along and keep up with everything you have going on here? You can always find me on Facebook. I That's probably the one social media um, platform that I'm actually fairly good at. Um, I do have an Instagram account, but I'm still learning how to do it and how to reach all the people I'm supposed to reach. Um, I do have a website, and I do have online shopping on my website. So, um, you know, if you're listening and you're not from Bedford, you can still help promote a small business in a small town. That's great. And we will link to all of that in the show notes as well. So, Sandy, thank you so much for being on the podcast and for sharing your story. Oh, thank you, Dana. I appreciate all you're doing for Rural America. It's wonderful. Well, I love so many things about Sandy's story, from taking a chance on a new town, to the success of her store, to the way this community has embraced her and her husband. She is definitely one of those inspirational people that she mentioned. She is a true example of how everyone benefits when you get involved in your small town. Be sure to go check out our website for all of those links in the show notes. And if you're planning a trip to Bedford to visit Hedgies, we've also linked to a few other great businesses in town that you'll want to check out while you're there as well. Huge thanks to Sandy for being on the podcast. And thanks to you for tuning in. We'll be back next week. Have a great day, everybody. Bye.